What up? Hey, what's going on, Al? You know, living the dream. Living the dream. Welcome to another edition of the Talking Sports Cast with Jay and Al. I'm Jay. I'm Al. He is Al, and we're doing this remotely today because, un- uh, unfortunately, weekend plans got botched. Albert got a little under the weather, and then I'm just old. So here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's been a been a crazy week. We're going to kind of throw a little curveball this week. We're going to step away from some of the analytics, and we're going to talk about a couple different things just from kind of a fan's uh, point of view today. I know, for starters, your Knicks are on a roll, and that's awesome. Sure what is it, six in a row now? Six in a row, fifth seed, 36 and 27. Yeah, the Mavericks are just basically a 500 team right now at 32 and 31. And uh, they lost by two to Indiana last night. And I just don't know what to make of it anymore. They got the 76ers tomorrow. So who knows? They could be 32 and 32 real soon. Yeah, that's that matchup with Kyrie and Dantich isn't really going all that well right now. Well, they're producing, but. Defensively, we've got to get better, and I've got my reservations about that. I think maybe – I don't know. I don't know if I'm sold on Jason Kidd as the coach. I think they've got the pieces now. I think they need somebody that's a – you know, and I don't want to be disrespectful. I loved Kidd as a player, and I don't think he's a terrible coach. Um, no. But I just – I don't know. I don't know. He's made some weird comments the last couple postgame interviews, and uh, I don't know. I think this team could be better than just a 500 team. That's my opinion. I'm oh, absolutely could be. I'm a Mavs fan, but I think you've got two of the best players, and I don't think Kyrie and Luka are the problem, uh, but they definitely got to start honing it in on the defensive end, but that's a whole other story, man. On the opposite end of the spectrum, you're, uh, your Knicks are absolutely crushing it, like you said, six in a row. Uh, what are you noticing? Because I know you don't miss too many games. I'm noticing the cohesiveness as a unit. They're, they're playing good. They're playing good ball movement. Um, the shooting uh, has been on point. Um, I mean, Josh Hart, they're six and oh, since they got him. Yeah. Um, he's a, he's a solid little addition to that team. I, I really do believe that he's just one of those, I don't know. I like to call him a, a, a lunchbox kind of guy. You, you know, he's coming to just bring maximum effort every night and he does it on both ends of the floor. So I don't know. I think you guys, I think you guys got something really nice cooking in New York and not for nothing. You're getting hot at the right time. Absolutely, and I, I've got some stats here. So Hit us points with per, Points per game, we're at 114.7. We're 14th out of 30th. Opponents' points per game, they're 111.9. That's 7th out of 30th. Um, we're, we're, 7th highest, like 7th worst? They're 7th seventh seventh out best. of 30th team, so they're the 7th best team. 7th best. Points okay. per game, yeah. That speaks to the scoring in the NBA, though, when the seventh best team, you know, from a from a points given up standpoint, what would you say, one hundred eleven point eight? Yeah, one hundred eleven point nine. Nine. My bad. Yeah. No. No worries. Yeah, and this, they held it. Anytime they hold a team under a hundred, they're ten and zero at the Garden. So. Hmm. Yeah, mm. and they play at the Garden tonight against the Nets. So. Well, I, I honestly think in today's NBA, if you do hold a team under 100, you're probably winning. I mean, you you said that uh, basically that 14 a game only puts them in the middle of the pack as far as the NBA goes. 14th, I believe you said. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. That's kind of crazy. Well, well, good on them, man. You know, yeah, absolutely. I'm happy. I'm yeah, not going to get too high or too low. I well, mean, because we all – I was getting a little nervous. I think the Mavs are still going to make the playoffs. I think 
how much time is LeBron going to miss? And in oh, what's that? In weeks, I heard. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard too. And that's a huge impact on the Lakers. I mean, Anthony Davis. I mean, can he carry the team on his back? I mean, I don't know. The Lakers. They, it looks bad because how far down they are in the standings. But if you actually look at the games behind, it's like one and a half games to the to the playoff spot, dude. So yeah, I'm actually looking right now. Yeah, Lakers are 29 and 33. Right. So. To get out of the play, play in, they're three games back. Three, yeah. So, I'm, yeah. But what are they from the eighth spot? The eighth spot, they are. Well, the Timberwolves are the eighth spot. They're thirty-two and thirty-two. So two right. games out of the eighth spot. So two they get games. on a quick little roll here. That's the thing. So, you know, how big will that LeBron James injury be? I mean, we'll see. They said a couple weeks. The report I read, I believe it was yesterday, uh, said a couple weeks. Two to three, I think, is yeah, what jumps out at me. Weeks. I don't want to misspeak, but, I mean, how many games does that translate to for the Lakers over the course look. of two to three weeks? Albert's going to pull it up. He's got the computer. I'm sitting down uh, in the basement office area, a little bit unprepared. My computer got stolen by a child. And... Uh, <laughs> I am occupying Luna the Pitbull while my wife is on a PTSA meeting. So life is good. Absolutely. <laughs> so where am I? Is this real life right now? Real life right now. If you just go to NBA.com, that should be right now stats. <laughs> yep. So, all right. So they have the Thunder today without LeBron. Then on Friday, they have the Timberwolves. That'd be a tough game. On Sunday, they have the Warriors. That'd be a tough game. On the 7th, they have the Grizzlies. Okay, tough game. So, and then the 10th, they have the Raptors, then the Knicks. See, and the Knicks are streaking right now because I saw something a couple days ago that the Lakers supposedly had one of the more easier schedules down the stretch, but nothing you just rattled off in the not-so-distant future sounded too easy. No, that's a tough stretch for the Lakers. Yeah, if I'm a Laker fan, I'm worried about the T-Wolves. I'm worried about, you said, the Grizzlies. The Knicks are streaking right now. I mean, there's three tough ones right there, and you need everything that you can get, and you're going to be without – uh, you know, in some people's opinions, the GOAT, LeBron James. Absolutely. And if he misses three weeks, they have the Pelicans on the 14th, Rockets on the 15th, your Mavericks on the 17th. So how many total games are we talking? I lost So count. that's tonight's one, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Possibly ten, ten games. Possibly when ten. He returns. Possibly 10. So I think if they can go five and five or six and four over those 10 games, they still could be in good shape because, I mean, the West just isn't what it used to be. I mean, once upon a time in the not so not so long ago, you can remember everybody in the West was above 500 and it was the East putting out, you know, sub 500 teams in that seven, eight spot you know, over there in the conference. So it's interesting how the tides have turned, but there's also been some crazy injuries. Uh, There's also been this load management crap, and I'm sure you've seen the back and forth on the load management crap. Charles Barkley kind of chirping in some cases directly, in some cases, in most cases, indirectly, Mm -hmm. at basically the guys resting and doing the load management uh, in your opinion, man, good or bad for the game? Because I have my reservations about it. Now, once upon a time, I thought I understood it, but my perspective is shifting as this as this goes on. Well, 
now that I think about it even more, you got to think people spend their hard earned money to see these players play. And these guys are making huge salaries now. I mean, we're talking LeBron James is a billionaire. Yeah. And people spend their paychecks to see them. So, you yeah. know, when they sit out, they could sit out that one game you go to. So right. I think it's bad for the game. I think it's bad for the fan base that these players get to pick and choose when they get to sit out. I understand yeah. it's a health and safety situation, but you're an athlete. You're supposed to have a workout regime that's supposed to keep you keep you healthy. Keep Not you only fit. that, but I, I – and again – there's plenty of seasons where Jordan played all 82 games. Kobe played if he didn't. I, I can't. I don't have it right in front of me. But I don't. And I do. If they ever missed something, there was something significant, significant going on there, and it was a big deal. I mean, it was all over the press. They would cover it on Sports Center. Now it's just commonplace to see big name players just in street clothes on the sideline taking a night off. And you know, to your point, and and we're speaking as. We're speaking as passionate fans, you know, in the middle class. And mm-hmm. there was that awesome time you and I attended a game in Toronto, and you you told me those were a present to me. I don't remember why you did it, but I drove and you bought the tickets. And, uh, yeah, there's a whole other story behind that trip. That'll save yeah. that for a different podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm not sure why I said it was a gift either. Maybe. But- <laughs> I, maybe my birthday or an anniversary present or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm wondering I if can't... it was for both of us because it was after my birthday. So I'm wondering yeah. if I did like a dual dual birthday thing. Or maybe I paid for the hotel and you bought the game tickets, dude. I can't quite remember, but I, can't I, quite I, remember I know either. I didn't have to pay for that ticket. You got those somehow and you told me they were at a really good price. Yes. And then we go in there and we're right behind the basket, like what, nine, 12 rows up? What, what? Yep. We about 14 rows. Yeah, and I think you even said that they came with seat service because we never had to get up. There was a waitress that came to us. Yes. Yeah, and you said those tickets were at a great price. I mean, now, looking at these games, dude, I mean, these ticket prices are outrageous. So, you know, not not for nothing, Barkley played in the era where guys just didn't miss games unless they were absolutely injured. So That is true, yeah. You know, does it get to a point, and and this just goes – you know, I got some that. Jordan stats for you, if I may. Yeah, go ahead. Just to touch base on that. So in 1984-85, he played in all 82 games. Wow, there's one season. 86, um, for some reason, 18 games. Seven games started. I'm not that sure. That might have been a stretch and season, maybe. Who knows? And then 87 and 88 full seasons. Did not miss one single game. So how many and full seasons did he play? Are you able to access that I got that, that right quick? here. So 84, 85, that's one year. One, yep. 86, 87, that's a full year. Mm-hmm. 87, 88, that's a full year. There's three. And 88, 89, you might as well call that a full year. He missed one game. Okay. And then 90 and 91, he played in all 82 games again, and then 80 and 92. Okay. And then 78 and 93. Gotcha. And then 96 and 97, he played in all 82 games as well. Jesus. And then 98, he played in all the 82 games. The dude was an Iron Man. The dude I mean, well, he played with the flu. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he won a championship, hit a game winner with that flu, apparently. Yeah, over Stockton, right? Wasn't no, uh, Russell. 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 Yeah, Bob, Bob, Jesus, Brian Russell, Byron Russell, um, one of the one of those dudes from the Jazz. That's a huge game. The flu Brian game too. And then I'll let you finish your point. Um, because I want to see if Kobe played in a lot of full seasons too. 
I but mean, I know towards his end, he had that Achilles issue, so maybe look not. up Iverson. I think Allen Iverson's underappreciated for his grit. Look up Iverson's career, and I bet you he's got a bunch of games, a bunch of seasons where he played north of seventy-five games. There had to be significant injuries there. Now you got see. guys taken off all the time. Let's see here. Eighty-two game season, a superstar might play sixty games. In, oh, I got you, know. you right here. Iverson. 96, 97, he games played, started in 74 of them. Okay. 97, 98, he played in 80, started 80. Um, 99 and 1,000, he played in 70. Does he have any 82-game seasons? Yes, 2003. Okay. Um, played in all 82 games. And then Does 2007. He ha- so he did it twice. Does he have yes. any seasons where he played under 70? Uh, 2003, 2004 with the Sixers. How many did he play? He only played in 48 games, started in 47. I can't remember, but I, I, he must have had a, he must have had a halfway significant injury. Let me see. You could look it up. Albert's the man. He's on it. He had 42.5 minutes per game. Yeah, these guys played all fucking all freaking night. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it clean. I mean, we've got it, but you know, I'm trying to keep it clean, people. I'm Let me see trying. if that was an injury riddled season. I've been very inspired by Coach Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, so I'm trying to clean up my mouth. <laughs> he doesn't swear. Well, that's good. You shouldn't, because you know you can't swear at the players, or they'll resent you. Well, yeah, I'm not he's... able to see anything about an injury, but. Yeah, I believe there's some he Iron was Man's hurt. out there. I believe he was hurt. I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy. But, you know, to my point, I think it gets to the point where the pendulum swings back and forth, right? And there was a time when the NBA had very humble beginnings. Um, now you get to this point where, again, LeBron's a billionaire. And, yes, it's, it's some, you know, mostly through endorsements. But, you know, it was basketball that created those endorsements. And I give LeBron a lot of credit, dude. I never want to be when I come across as, I don't want to say critical, but if it ever comes across like I'm bashing on LeBron, I'm not. I truly do appreciate what the dude uh, has done for the game. When he first came about, you know, back in 03, I was like, oh, this could be the next Jordan. You know, those words actually came out of my mouth. And, you know, I've I think said I've said before. that once or twice too. I've said it before and I'll say it again. He's, and I don't want to call it the Aaron Rodgers sin- syndrome because I don't think there's any comparison because LeBron has several titles. Rodgers has one in the two completely different sports. It's not fair. But if LeBron had, let's say, seven and three, eight and two record in the finals, mm-hmm. you, you can know, compare them. The conversation could be incredibly different. Yeah. Um, you know, but again, you know, there was another we talked about it before we brought up the Bill Russell run. And I will say, I think I told you this uh, over the weekend, I watched the uh, Bill Russell special on Netflix. I mentioned that to you, right? Yeah, you told me that on Friday, I believe. Yeah. Dude, it was incredible. There's just the things that Bill Russell did, not just as a player, but as a player coach, because that was a thing back then. I mean, I don't want to say he was the Jackie Robinson of basketball, but we are going back to, you know, not a long time ago, but a long time ago. And there was, you know, very few black players in the league at the time. And then to find out that when Red Arbach retires, they were trying to find a coach for the Boston Celtics. And they they 
didn't really find a candidate. They tried to get Bill Russell to do it at first. He said no. I actually highly recommend watching the special, folks. I'll definitely it's really, check really it out. good. Is Bill Russell legend? It really is. Uh, it's historical about NBA, the times, you know, segregation, the Jim Crow South, all of that, everything that Bill came from. But to find out when Red Arbach retired and the Celtics were trying to find the next coach, you know, the idea was for Bill Russell to be the player coach all along. He declined at first. And if you watch the special, it'll be in there clear as day. Uh, So they beat around the bush. They tried to find a bunch of guys. The best candidate was like this rival from the old San Francisco Warriors that Bill absolutely despised. So a friend of the team or Red Arbach or something made a phone call to Bill Russell and goes, you hear who they're going to hire? And that was basically how they got Bill Russell to say, okay, I'll be the player coach. I'll I'll accept the position. And in doing so, and he did it for a couple of years, Bill Russell was actually the first black coach in any of the all the major sports here in America. So your big four, your NBA, your hockey, your baseball, and your football. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'll hit you up with some facts, brother. It was a really good documentary. It's long. It's two episodes, and each one is a little over an hour and a half. So I had to split it into two nights. But it was really good. It had me hooked. Uh, and it's Netflix, man, so there's no commercials. So yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Bill Russell was an incredible human being. I mean, he was friends with Martin Luther King uh, and Muhammad Ali, for example, and Will Chamberlain, of course. It was just a great special, man. You got to if you're a, if you're a basketball fan, if you like the history of the game, you got to check it out. Absolutely. Will do. But yeah, man, it's a so that's to so my point is when the pendulum goes up, these guys are making a lot of money. And, you know, the big thing with load management is that. Fans are spending their hard-earned money, and it's the blue-collar fan, the passionate fan that actually keeps you going. Those are the people that want to go to the game. That's what drives me nuts about the NFL, dude. Nobody who's like just us is at the Super Bowl, most likely. Most of that crowd is just corporate sponsors. Yeah. Um, You know, but have they gotten to a point where they've gotten so wealthy? And I don't blame them for wanting to take care of their body, especially being a fan of the NFL. We've seen some gruesome injuries. We've seen some life-altering injuries. We've seen a man almost die, actually did technically medically die on the football field this year, uh, DeMar Hamlin. Yeah. So, but Gary. I mean, have they gotten to a point where it has gotten a little cushy, you know, at least from the financial aspect, I'm not talking about the wear and tear on the body. So now with all these teams hiring like, yogis and massage therapists and all these other things you know i can't remember which player maybe it was charles barkley that brought it up like you've got everything you've got the massage therapist you got 17 trainers you know i'm exaggerating of course yeah but they've got way more than they used to back then has has it almost brought about a i don't know a pamper culture and if it if playing two three four games in a week is too much i mean what do you do do you spread the season out What's the fair? What's the fair uh, medium here? Uh, yeah, I mean, you cut back on the back to backs, but I feel like the back to backs are what make the season not last as long as it could. Um, maybe you add a third game to a back to back to limit the amount of games throughout the week. What if you had? I'm trying to ponder this and wonder if the NBA can even even a rig do it. But what if you did a little more like a baseball where you had one week homestands and one week road trips, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because if if you knocked it all out and I don't know if I don't know if this podcast would ever fall on any NBA players ears, but if it does hear me out, 
like, what if you did that? What would it be like if you had, okay, I know from, let's just throw some random days out there. I know from December 1st to December 8th, I'm home. Yes, I'm home. Let's say I play for the Dallas Mavericks. I'm Luka Doncic. I'm home that week. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, look at that. I'm home the following week, too. We got a two-week homestand. And that doesn't mean they're playing every night, like baseball, obviously. Yeah. But you don't leave Dallas for those two weeks. Cut out on the travel. Yeah. Teams are coming to you. And then I don't know how you would figure it out from, like, scheduling. Yeah. But I'm sure, you, I'm sure you could, you know. Yeah, it's possible. And not for nothing. I don't know. I think vitamin D is good for you. Bring the East Coast teams out west to start this, you know, the winter time, and then we know when the weather starts getting bad. Bring them out west where it's a little bit warmer. Let them get some of that mm-hmm. Cali sunshine. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I'm an advocate. I should be in the uh, players' association. I'm you should. The, I'm a man of the people, though. <laughs> <laughs> Put that out there. But I'm just wondering, like, does the pendulum start to swing backwards now? Does the blue collar fans start to get upset and say, "Hey, you know what? We made you." Like, if it wasn't for the freaking accountants and the teachers and the police officers and the firefighters and the carpenters and, you know, the plumbers. Like, think Mm -hmm. about some of the markets and some of the cities that some of these teams are in. Like, Buffalo is a blue-collar town. Yeah. Think about how passionate they are about their sports teams. They sure are. And I can – you can see the fan base is starting to deplete, too. Uh, the amount of people in the stands start to plead. If uh, in some cities, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if the star players aren't playing, they're like, "That's not worth my money. I'd well, rather no. just watch them on TV." No, but I mean, how do you? Yeah, so at this point, it's cheaper to just get the NBA pass or whatever it yeah. is, and you know, do it that way. Um, and man, I don't know. It's just I think the pendulum has to come back down. I mean, like or. You know, like the rest of us average folks, we get X amount of sick days or PTO days, whatever you want to call them, yeah. every year. You know, you want to do load Prepare management. Prepare the other days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want to do load management? All right, fine. We hear you. But here's the deal. You're going to get 15 days or slash games, we'll call them, mm-hmm. a year. Anything past that, if you use up your allotted time, it's without pay. Just like the rest of us folks. Yeah, that's true. You know, I don't know. I mean, I can see that working. Well, you got to make it fair because the players have to remember, like, butts in the seats is what got it to this point. And television contracts and, like, people want to see you. So if you're actually not broken, get your ass out there. Yeah. You know, I mean. I agree. Yeah. I mean, unless you're really hurt. And if you're really hurt, then, you know, take care of yourself. Like. I'm a big, especially in the NFL with CTE and concussions and stuff. You know, I'm a big advocate of that. I had a lot of concern for Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, I still do. Well, of course, of course. And, you know, we'll find out more as as the season progresses. But, you know, I want to shift gears. This is just a fluid podcast because Robert and I are doing it remotely. Um, So we don't have time limits and restrictions. We don't have to take any breaks. So we're just going to run right through this. Absolutely. Uh, but, you know, you, we, we, speaking of the NFL, free agency is coming up March 15th. And that's when some really, really big names, notable names, are going to, you know, hit the market. Yes. Or possibly hit the market, you know, depending on whether or not teams have the option to franchise tax that individual or try to work something out with them. So I know you're doing your due diligence there in the background. I know you are pulling up 
a list of notable NFL free agents or possible free agents, depending yeah, coming on what up per team, though. So is there any particular team in question? Well, I want to start with the New York football giants. Okay. New because York the, Giants, one new, second. Yeah, you pull them up because there's going to be two names that jump right off the table at you. Uh, Daniel is, Jones and Saquon Barkley, right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. I got yes, some opinions. Uh, good. I'm going to set the table for you. So, okay. I, You know, I know some Giant fans, and I don't know about you. I know you, one, too. You just know <laughs> one? I know several. And towards the end of the season, there was a lot of people saying, pay the man. And that was talking about Daniel Jones. Ooh. Um, now what he's know, now what he's asking for though, I don't think he's worth forty five million dollars a year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's set the table. Go ahead. But um, I wanted to set the table for you. Absolutely. And then Saquon Barkley, and not so much as Saquon Barkley's contract is expiring and he could hit free agency, but in reading some of the reports that I read, that there's really no interest to bring him back to Big Blue. Did you see some of those same reports? Like they I, might just... I have. They seem very cautious very, in their approach. That's a fair word. Line. That's a fair word. So the reason I wanted to start with the New York football giants is because they actually put together a pretty good brand of football this year. Oh, absolutely. Made the playoffs for the first time in how long? That was a drought. A broke, few years, that? yeah, like. Nine since, eight, since Eli, six, yeah, six, seven years. Okay, something like since, that. I was gonna say since Eli, yeah. So, two of the biggest pieces to that, and I, I, I don't know if it was you I had the conversation with, I had the conversation with some other folks. Daniel Jones, he made a leap this year. Oh, he sure did. And I think Saquon Barkley put any of the uh lingering effects of injury concerns to bed, sure did. He did it, you know, he did it traditionally as a running back, and he did it receiving. Pull up Saquon Barkley's uh, stats real quick and Daniel Jones, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. I got Saquon up first. Give me one second. Let's pull up his stats. I had him in a fantasy league, and he had a fantastic year. All right, let's see here. So let's start with week one. Do they give you season breakdown? I just wanted to know his season rushing yards, touchdowns. Season breakdown one. Receivings. All right. So let's see. 2022, he had 1,312 yards and 10 rushing touchdowns. Okay. That's on the ground. How about his receiving? Uh, 338 receiving yards and zero touchdowns. Okay. I thought he did a little bit better than that, but I might be mistaken. How many receptions did he have? Uh, he had 57 receptions. Gotcha. Yeah. So, Unless they so, don't have 20. No, it would be the 2022 year, correct? Yeah. 2022? Yeah. yeah. 2023 changed, you know, in, in January when the playoffs yep. were starting. So it, it is technically the 2022 season. Yep. Okay. I thought he did a little better in the air than that, but, you know, I could be mistaken. He had a couple of nice weeks for me in fantasy. So if you had the two numbers together, let's just use round figures. Let's say he had 1,700 all purpose yards. Yep. 10 touchdowns. Um, played the whole season, basically. Yep. 16 games uh, yeah. played, 16 games started. Yeah. So. He put all. I think he put all the injury concerns to bed. Oh, he's are back. you are you surprised that the Giants would move on from Saquon Barkley? Let's start there before we talk about Mr. Jones. I, I would be surprised if the Giants did fail to sign Saquon back. Um, you don't really have anyone behind him that I think could fill the shoes that he does. Mm-mm. Um, 
So I would be shocked. I would be utterly shocked. And if I'm a Giants fan, I'd be disappointed. Yeah. This is, I don't know. This is all strange to me because, again, Dable's over there now. That was his first year with the team. Would they Mm -hmm. go 10 and 6? They went 9 and 7. 9 and 7. Okay. So what were they? Fifth seed? Sixth seed? Fifth? Uh, Let me see. Let me look at the standings. I love that you got it right there. Absolutely. I'm all over this, man. All over it. All right. So the Giants, the New York football Giants. Yes, sir. Nine and seven and one. Nine and seven and one. That's right. Didn't they tie the commanders? Tied the commanders. Yep. Mm. Mm. Now, okay. Saquon Barkley is one thing I can understand because he's going to be, I think, 26. I think 26 years old. Not that that's old. That's not old, but... The NFL puts a premium on these guys uh, at certain positions for certain ages. So, yeah. you know, mid to late 20s seems to be the time for running backs, even though Derrick Henry has completely debunked that. And I think he turns 30 this year. Um, but he's running people over still. So I don't know if I buy it. I think just some athletes are some athletes. Um, you know, was Bo Jackson going to be old at 26 if he didn't do that to his hip? Probably not. Um, I don't know. It's crazy to me to think – the two of the big horses that made the Giants win some games, get into the playoffs, first-year head coach, Brian Dable. Yep. Former offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills. Yep. And two of those pieces could be gone. So let's talk about Daniel Jones. That's your Absolutely. quarterback. That's a pretty pivotal piece. I can I can see possibly replacing Barkley. What do you think they do? Do you think they're interested in Josh Jacobs? Because he's out there. He's going to be out there, according to every report. Yeah, if you if you lose Saquon, you got to look at all alternatives. Um, even if it's Josh Jacobs, I mean, he led the league in rushing, I believe. He did, Delvin so, Cook. Yeah, Delvin, Delvin Cook's Cook. going to be let go by the Vikings, from what I'm seeing, or not yeah. let go, but they're just going to let a, let him hit free agency. Yeah, I, I, you got to look elsewhere, Josh Jacobs. I don't know if CMC is locked under contract with the Niners or if that was just a rental. Um, um. Well, I can't. I don't remember. But if you want to look that up, either. real yeah, quick, yeah, I'm looking that up right now. Uh, I gotta go back to Saquon when we're done here. He had three games, almost 150 yards rushing. Yeah, I mean, he had a pretty good first season, week, man. 164. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had Let a good season. So... I don't want to even try to speculate where he goes. I just, I be, I basically want your take on it. Do you think the Giants can retain or want to retain either guy? If they can spin it financially, and if and, and if it's fiscally responsible for the years to come, and it doesn't put a burden on you, because I got some points about the Bills I want to make, and it's kind of in the rough situation with all these contracts with Diggs and Allen, but yeah. I think. If you can fiscally spin it, you got to try to sign your two major pieces. Build around Daniel Jones, Isaiah Hodgins, you can even build around too. They just locked him up for an additional year. You get Daniel Jones back in there, who knows what Isaiah Hodgins can do the, as an encore. Yeah. So I say, yeah, you got to try to make it happen if you're uh, the Giants. Well, I agree with you on the Daniel Jones front. It, it just, to me, it sounds like they're moving on from Saquon Barkley. I mean, that's, that's just baffling to me. That's baff, baffling and that's I mean, shocking. It's just from some of the reports I read, it sounds like they're going to let him go and see if they can find 
I don't want to say the next best thing because Saquon, I don't want to say was special. I think he still is special. I think he's, I think some of his best years are actually possibly ahead of him because yeah. he just, he overcame that injury this year. Let's to our points. We brought the stats up. He the played ACL, all 16 yeah, games. He played all games. He started all games and he yep. had, you know, 1700 all purpose yards, 10 touchdowns, you know, 50 something receptions. <sighs> I, it's crazy to me. But to your point, what if if they're not willing to pay Daniel Jones? And to me, it's crazy because Dable, again, from the former Buffalo Bill offensive coordinator, he had a guy like Josh Allen. There's eerie similarities to the two quarterbacks. Where are they going if they don't re-sign Jones? And can they even franchise tag either one of these guys? I, I don't know if that – I mean, that's what people were thinking, if they could just franchise tag. Daniel Jones for a year and try to sign Barkley and try to work something out with Daniel Jones the following year. Um, if they let Saquon walk, um, two running backs on the Eagles are free agents, Miles Sanders and Boston Scott. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It all depends. David Montgomery for the Bears is a free agent. He's a free agent. Jamal I'm Williams. Things that, uh, again, I'm seeing things. Jamal Williams is up. Yeah, the Lions, Jamal Williams. They're not yeah, going to resign a free him? Agent. Huh? You don't think they're going to resign him? Uh, probably. I, I think they're going to try to keep him. Dan Campbell's going to want his. That's the challenging part. You know, yeah. are they going to resign? So, you know. Franchise the other tag, I would say, yeah. Uh, Delvin maybe. Cook, I guess, is getting. I'm looking right now at the Vikings. Do you think the Ravens try to keep Lamar Jackson? I say there's no way in hell they let him hit free agency. No, I think they got to try to – if they can't work out a contract, you definitely got to franchise tag him. Um, they have the option, I do believe. Yeah, you can't let him walk. Geno Smith, um, I think he's going to stay a Seahawk. I don't think they're going to let him go no Oh, they're both free agents, both of their quarterbacks. That's what I'm saying. Does Odell Beckham Jr. find a team? Odell Beckham, I think he does. And honestly, I got some points. I think you got to try to get Diggs a counterpart, even if it is Beckham. Um, I think the Bills got to try to swing it where you can get him in a Bills uniform. Because um, who knows what's happening with Diggs right now. There's a lot of emotions there, it appears, based on three straight years now of disappointing playoff losses. So he's starting to get frustrated just like he was in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, so if you can get his Robin to his Batman, then hopefully, you know, that keeps him satisfied. But to your point, I think the Ravens got to try to franchise tag Lamar Jackson. I think the the Giants got to try to retain both Barkley and Daniel Jones. You said there's reports of Bark or uh, Barkley walking. Definitely possible. But well, not walking, but them just letting let, them hit just, the market. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of things out there, a lot of questions with teams, but it's incredible. But, yeah. So I mean, crazy yeah. with this free agency because half the Bills team is a free agent. Yep. <laughs> yep. You're losing a few. I think Poyer's one of them, isn't it? Yeah. Poyer, I'll tell you the list right here. And we Isaiah got, uh, McKenzie. Yeah, Case Keenum, Devin Singletary, Cole Beasley, Jamison Crowder, Jake Kumaro, touchdown Jesus. Um, I feel like they're not going to resign almost everybody you just said. 
Uh, the only people that I kind of hope they do try to resign in some capacity. I know Poyer's getting older and he's injury prone, but I wouldn't mind seeing him in a Bills uniform one more year. Um, and then Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah, but is he going to sign a one-year deal? Is he looking for that? That's the challenge. Uh, that I don't know. I don't know what his contract demands are. It must be pretty steep if the Bills weren't able to work something out with him. Right. Um, right. Because I heard rumors throughout the season he's been trying to re-sign. He's only mm. 31, too. He's not that old. Well, that's the thing. No, they're not. I'm 42. What are you talking about? Yeah, oh. 31 years old as a cornerback can't be that bad. Right. Jesse Bates is also a free agency, yeah. a free agent candidate this year, which is crazy, man. It's crazy. Um, I don't know. I, I, where do you think Derek Carr's going to wind up? He's met with a couple teams. He met with the uh, – Oh, where is it? I took a note here. Where'd I put it? He met with like the Panthers, the Jets, and I missed the other team. Where is it? Oh, Panthers, Jets, and Saints. If he wanted to achieve any Saints. Saints. Yeah. If he wants to achieve any well, success, I would go to the Saints. However, the Jets have some brewing there with uh the receiving core over there. So the reason I didn't say the Jets. Because you because... want Rogers to go there. I want Rodgers to go there. Yes, I do. I, 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 you know, and again, all right, I should probably explain myself now. Huh? <laughs> I, uh, explain I yourself. Love, <laughs> I love, <laughs> I, I love Aaron. I do. I've had this conversation with cousin Matt. You know, we're both passionate Packer fans. We're shareholders. Absolutely. We got our, we got our little stocks. Um, love everything he's done for the franchise. He's from a talent standpoint, arguably, one of the greatest to ever do it. Um, one of the, I think the lowest touchdown interception ratio ever. Mm-hmm. Um, the sad thing about Rogers is only one Lombardi. I think that's going to hurt. Yeah. Him. Um, but it's not to take away from what he has done. I've always rooted for the guy, even when he was a long haired kid that was backing up Brett Favre. <laughs> We've had 30 years of solid, quarterback craftsmanship in green bay 30 1992 october uh what was it october something 1992 brett Favre stepped on the field for then injured don mikowski we haven't had a bad quarterback since no but there's a big but here and green bay for whatever reason i mean again i'm not a fly on the wall i don't have these conversations with players but they signed him to this incredibly expensive contract in the twilight of his career. And it's not organization friendly, meaning the longer he stays, the more expensive he gets and he's not getting younger. So it's like investing in a bad stock at this point. Um, We saw this year that his skills did dip a little bit. His timing, whatever it was, he threw more interceptions than we can ever recall Aaron Rodgers throwing. His last pass in Lambeau was a pick. That is true, yeah. He's very expensive. And as a Packers fan, again, since Mm -hmm. this is just two fans shooting the breeze this evening on this edition, as a Packer fan, the team has been there longer than him. And the team will be there much longer than him after he's come and gone. So I don't want, as I, as I explained to cousin Matt, I don't want a hangover, an Aaron Rodgers hangover. I don't want two to three years of, oh, shit. Mediocrity, yeah. 
not just mediocrity, but, but possibly getting pummeled. You know what I mean? I mean, they couldn't even – the Lions beat them in Lambeau in week 17. Yeah, that was a bad game, 18, yeah. Whatever it was. Again, Rodgers was picked three times in that game. So you win, what, four in a row, five in a row, whatever it was. To you get, give yourself a chance, yeah. Not just give yourself a chance, but basically have your, your first wild card game at home. That's basically what that game was. For And the Lions couldn't get in. They were just playing to piss you off. Yeah, they were playing to break your hearts. So for me, you know, if Rodgers wasn't so expensive, because the problem is, is Rodgers wants help. Yeah. He's been saying it for years. And is Newton Coons willing to get him that help? He's tried. I mean, you have Jones. He did sign Cobb back for him when he asked Brock for Cobb him. back. I like the two rookies, but Rodgers didn't spend extra time with the rookies. He was in Peru doing ayahuasca in a fucking tent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I can appreciate your spiritual side. I really can. But number one, some of that stuff keep to yourself. Tell me you were in Maui surfing. Yeah, that would be a little better. Save those stories for after you retire. Because, again, it's not fair to the guys like Watson and Dobbs, and they're coming in, and they're rookies, and they're freaking starstruck. And a first ballot Hall of Famer is who they're playing with. But, again, you're in Peru doing ayahuasca, which, that's cool. That's cool. But, I don't know, you should have been – throwing with those guys you should have been spending the time with them and from working out with them yeah everything i'm seeing everybody in green bay land that's in that front office is giving jordan love a big endorsement and i I, think it's time i think it's time i think it's time to usher in that era dude yeah it's time to bring the love to green bay (laughs) i'm willing to give the chance you know there's some people out there going he hasn't done nothing well no shit He's backing up Aaron Rodgers. What what is he go, what opportunities has he had? None. To to right. To actually lead the offense in a meaningful game. And the last time I saw Jordan take the field, he was spinning it quite well. Yes. So I'm ready. And it's it's not because like, oh, I hate you, Aaron Rodgers, and you know, I disagree with going to Peru. Like, if you want a cowabunga right now in your life, dude, I totally <laughs> get it. He's 39 years old. He's going to be 40, which is magic. I, I'm loving my 40s. Ever since yeah. I turned 40, life is really good. Um, a lot of learning, too, still. Absolutely. You're, you're learning all the way through. Well, life. your ego your ego goes away. Yeah. Which he told me. He Aaron told me. He didn't tell me specifically, but he told all of us if you watch. You sure? I know you got him on speed dial. No, I don't. No, no, he <laughs> He, he put me on the uh, list of protection, but no, whatever it's called, order of protection. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, it's time. Cause he's too expensive and green Bay signed that contract. And I guess that's where I'm like, Whoa, why wouldn't somebody step in and go, Aaron, listen, we want to work with you, but we got to go year by year. And just under the understanding that we have to think about the organization first, but as long as you're still balling out, we'll keep going. Yeah, which you know, he didn't do all that good this year. I'm not going to lie. He, this he was didn't. A disappointing Rodgers football yes. year. Yes, yes, for Aaron Rodgers. So, listen, everybody's saying, oh, the Jets with that receiving core. And I'll tell you what, I do like that receiving core. I mean, I freaking made a trade with you for Garrett Wilson. Yes. 
you know, that's a great receiving core there in New York. I do believe it. And I think Brees Hall is a stud in the making. It's too bad he got hurt so soon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he'll come Imagine back. Imagine what they would have been if they were, he was healthy. Right. They could have been in trouble. And yeah. so I think he'll come back strong because he's young. And he'll, he's got that on his side. He's got youth on his side. He'll recover. Uh, and he'll come back strong. He, Brees Hall is going to be special. Uh-uh. Um, but. Uh, I don't know, dude. I, I, it's it's time for Green Bay to somehow move on. And if Rodgers drags it out, like he doesn't have to go anywhere. And I think that's what concerns me. Because if he's like, no, I'm staying here, like, shit. Yeah, breaking the stays, bank. Yeah, the longer he stays. If he stays another two years, it jumps up to almost $80 million. That's a lot of money for one player. Yeah, we broke it down and I think, what, the second podcast? Yeah. A little bit. Or maybe the first one. I don't know. It was the second one when we were talking about the possible quarterback departures and destinations. Yep. Time flies. So, yep. you know, but again, if if somebody's willing to pony up, the Raiders said no. I was actually reading something yesterday. The Raiders said absolutely not. They're not interested in Rodgers. Wow. Okay. So that eliminates one team then. Right. Do you believe I it? would have went to. Well, because Devontae's there. Well, that I thought Rodgers would have went back, and I know Adams has been trying to, you know, get him in there, and you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of coerce Rodgers into coming. So, yeah. yeah. But that no, I agree. That. I agree with that. I agree with that. But apparently, the Raiders are not interested in him. So uh, that can make sense. I don't know who you would go to unless you went with the guy that took over for Carr Stidham. Uh, I, I listen. The Raiders have there to go, go somewhere with that. And do you think the Raiders might be interested in Daniel Jones? Uh, it's definitely. Ooh. I don't know. It's a possibility. I mean, you lost Derek Carr. I don't think Jared Stidham's going to be the answer in Las Vegas. So it's possible. Unless there's a trade in the works. I'm wondering. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're working on like a deal with another team to try to get a quarterback. But yeah. I don't know. I think the Giants' main priority is to sign Daniel Jones back, but it wouldn't surprise me if Daniel Jones is out there playing the field, seeing what's out there for him. I don't think he's going to jump on the first thing that's out there. You don't think the Raiders take a shot on Carson Wentz, do you? Uh, You know what? I saw something that Carson Wentz posted. New opportunity comes every 11 months. She, so, yeah. it's possible i mean I, he's an interesting case he's an interesting case to me i think dude. he can do good things with that receiving core well he showed a lot of potential his first year in philly i mean what was that his rookie year was his best year wasn't it yeah pull when up he, his when pull up his season, stats yep. real quick let me see carson wentz google or machine google or machine your googler in that machine <laughs> Carson Wentz. Yeah, because I think the Dance. Seahawks keep Geno. I can't see the Ravens letting Lamar Jackson go, dude. I think Lamar Jackson's going to get paid. Yeah, he's going to stay probably in I think so. Baltimore. I'd be, like you said, shocked. All right, so 2016 when his rookie year, he had 3,782 yards, 16 touchdowns. Um, was that his the, best statistical year, just as your eyeball and everything? Uh, nope. Uh, the following his year, 2017. Year. Okay, 20. Okay, so it's been six years since he's been good. Yeah, wasn't that the Super Bowl year? Wasn't that 
Yeah, they but did they he get hurt right at the end and Foles won it? Yeah, I think I think that was a Super Bowl year because there's an asterisk next to this year. Might have been. Might have been. I don't know. Let me see. Let's see. What else? I got some other notes here I'm just looking at right now. But uh, let's see. Where While you're I? looking up notes here, we should tell the people about that thrilling Nighthawks comeback. That was – well, that was not a – well, it, I guess it was a comeback. Uh, I mean, not a comeback. Game winner. It was 6-6 six, six at halftime. Game winner. Game winner. I mean, so Albert and I basically this past Saturday – we're at the second longest National Cross League game ever played. There was a game that went to a second overtime, Mel. I can't remember who it is right now because I've been drinking IPAs. I think it was the Orlando Titans and uh, yes, the Boston Blazers. Yes. Yes. My memory kicked back in. But, uh, yeah, no, it was a good game. The Nighthawks, uh, it was a battle. I think the Riptide are on the up and up. Jeff Teat's an awesome player. Oh, for sure. Um, and Orleman was goals. standing. Yeah, Orleman was standing on his head. He was um, in that first period until yeah. they figured it out. There you yep. go, Grimes. All right. Yep. So, no, it was a uh, it was an awesome night. Uh, I'm glad the Nighthawks are now eight and two. So there's that three way tie in the East between them, Buffalo and Toronto, and of course, Katie and I. We're going to be in Hamilton, Ontario, this Saturday. I'm going to be wearing my Nighthawks jersey. Jay and Katie. And 15 of their closest Canadian friends. And our guy, JT, that sits behind <laughs> us is coming, dude. He got tickets. He asked me the other day what section we're sitting in. And I think he got something right next to us. So. Wow. So you're going to have him yelling at yeah, Toronto? Yeah. <laughs> Which, good. It takes the pressure off me because he's like, hey, buddy, you got to make sure you're going to be as obnoxious as I would be. And I'm like, ooh, those are big shoes to fill. I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he brings a different passion, you know? <laughs> yeah, that that's okay. So. I love some of the shit he says, though, man. When he was like, drop your gloves, T. You won't do it. (laughs) You don't want to fight. Yeah, they don't let them fight, though, on the cross. Oh, there's been some fights. I was, oh, who was I watching like a weekend or two ago? The last 20 seconds of the game were just like, let's box. And it was like several. It was like, box, okay, break these guys up. Try to do a face-off. Nope. Two other guys start fighting. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that a wasn't that a Nighthawks game too? Uh, the final minute of a game. Then wasn't there like a fight this constantly? Year? This year, I don't think so. Dawson's only been in the penalty box twelve minutes this whole year. Let that marinate. Wow. Yeah, he's doing good. He's controlling his temper, and he scored a goal. <laughs> but no, that he's... was pretty. That was pretty incredible. Um. To have the defense score five goals because Gillies had the hat trick. Uh, no, 2018 Dawson. was the Eagles champion. 2018. Nick, yeah, Nick Foles, the Patriots won 2017. Gotcha. Gotcha. Was that the blown lead by Atlanta? Yeah, that was the blown lead by Atlanta 2017. Uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, cousin Danny. And then 29. Wait, the Patriots won again in 2019. Was it They're 2019? mean, dude. They're mean. It was a dynasty, bro. Yeah. Wait, 2017. <laughs> Was it 2019 or 2017? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I know they won every couple of years. They mm. won in 2015, 2017, 2019. So every other year they were winning. Yeah, they won a lot. They yeah, I don't want to yeah. say anything, but the Knicks are balling out again right now. No, you could say something. I don't yeah, they're absolutely just thrashing from three-point land right now. Oh, yeah? What's the score? 
Uh, 26-14 Knicks right now. Who are they playing tonight? The Nets. The Nets. And they're and... they're below the Knicks now. Gotcha. They're gotcha. all threes. Everybody, they're just balling out right now. No one can miss. Do you think <laughs> Buffalo can get Saquon Barkley? I was hoping. That was yeah. what I was hoping if the Giants miss out on him. Well, if you're going to let know, Singletary man, that go. That salary cap issue is what's killing the Bills right now. Yeah. Brandon you... Bean's going to have to get strategic. Creative. How do you feel about Leslie Frazier taking a year off? I'm not going to lie. I don't think Rex Ryan took the Denver job yet, did he? Ooh, I I don't know. I, I would welcome look. him in with open arms unless McDermott's just going to call defensive plays. Is he a defensive-minded coach? I can't remember. Uh, Yeah, actually. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, you never know, dude. You never know. Uh, now, there was somebody who said it. Was it Orlovsky? Somebody made a bold prediction that Aaron Rodgers could wind up a Miami Dolphin. Dolphins would be his please, pick. No. Oh, Peter King. It was Peter King. Peter King? So, so, and here's the four teams that are absolutely out on Aaron Rodgers per Peter King. The Texans, the Colts, the Raiders, and the Panthers. Okay. Out on Rodgers and possibly Carr mm. per Peter King. So, where are they going? Texans going to draft? Texans would have to at that point if they're if Ro- they're not interested in Rodgers or if Rodgers isn't interested in them. Well, how about Jimmy Garoppolo? Oh, that's true. You could get Jimmy G. You could get I Jimmy. Roll with uh, Purdy. Mm. Healthy. Well, if he doesn't need the Tommy John and he can be, he can throw the ball. Yeah, right now I think he's going to bypass that. So that's we'll- the last I heard. Yeah, we'll see what the offseason brings for him, but <laughs> I don't know. Jimmy G in Houston? Ooh. Ooh, I don't know, dude. I don't, I don't know. know. I can't see that. Uh, I don't know what a good fit for him is right now, man. I mean, the Panthers could be. I don't know. I don't know. I can't speculate. I got to wait to see. I What I really need to see, dude, is I need to see March 15th come, and I need to see, like, who the actual free agents are because some of these teams could franchise tag guys. Some of these teams might have them locked up before that trade deadline That's comes. That's true. Or the free agency deadline comes, excuse me. Um, let's have a little fun to conclude the podcast. Absolutely. A couple, couple crazy things happened over the weekend. For example, Jake Paul took his first loss in boxing to Tommy Fury. Are you buying or selling Jake Paul as an actual fighter? There's a uh, rematch clause, by the way, so they got to do it again. Oh, I think I, I think he's legit. I, I mean, I haven't seen too many of his fights, but he seems like he talks the talk or walks the walk and talks the talk. So, or so, talks the talk and walks the walk, whatever the saying is. But <clears throat> I mean, he seems legit to me from what I've seen highlights of, and seems I like will say gave, this, yeah. Homie's a marketing genius. Yeah. To your point. Yes. To your point. He's training his ass off. The tape doesn't lie. Mm -hmm. And he is actually working on becoming a professional fighter. His fight against Tommy Fury, uh, to to me, sort of solidified that. Okay. And when you look at some of the other guys that he fought, like, didn't he fight, like, Nate Nate Robinson and shit? Like, he fought He fought an old Anderson Silva, like, and he took some, he ate some shit for it. However, came through on his promises. He endorsed the sport and made people a lot of money because you're either buying it because you're a fan of Jake Paul or you're buying it because you're a hater and you want to see him get knocked out. So, Mm -hmm. and to me, the kid knew that. 
So he's like, I'm going to market the hell out of this. And what he, I'm going to do is I'm going to slowly but surely increase the quality of my opponent. So I don't want to say he was using some of these people as sparring matches, but yeah, sparring matches where I can get paid handsomely and so can my opponent. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to slowly grow my brand while honing in on my craft. I think he has potential to be a decent fighter, dude. I really do. Absolutely. I, it's definitely possible. He just has to fight He's some big. more, build yeah. it up, keep working out, keep training. And you never know. You could see him in the... In the boxing matches on... Uh, Listen, he's big, he's, he's strong, big he's fast, and, he, and he's constantly working on it. And, uh, yeah, he had a tough fight against Fury. Um, yeah. Good effort. I mean, what are you, you going to say? I mean, you, you got to call it how you see it. If, you're, if you hate him, you're going to just say whatever it is to say to shit on the guy. But yeah, those, if, both those brothers are marketing geniuses, though. You got Logan Paul in the Marketing WWE. genius. What I said, yes, absolute marketing yeah. genius. Yeah, so mm-hmm. keep doing it. Oh, for sure, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Um, so hey, good on him, uh, and I I look forward to seeing the rematch and seeing what it does. Um, over or under, are you buying or selling? Are the Buffalo Sabers going to make the playoffs this year? Uh, I'm going to say they could. A uh, tough loss yesterday against the Jackets, but uh, the way they're playing, the way Tate Thompson, Dylan Cousins. Um, uh, Tuck. Yep. Um, they're all scoring they're all goals firing. at a high level, so they're all firing. Possible. So I think they can get there. And then Aaron Judge says the pitch clock is quote a good thing. Yes, I've seen it end a game. Actually, one of the Red Sox <laughs> games ended in a tie because there was a strike called on the batter. Well, these guys have to understand it's the new rule now, and uh, let's go. Absolutely. And how about Lillard with his 71? You read my mind, dude. That's on my (laughs) notes. So, again, Albert and I haven't had a chance to get together. Well, like when we're at the Nighthawks game, we don't talk about what we're going to do with the podcast. We're really uh, passionately rooting on our Hawks. So, we're too busy losing our voices. Too busy, too busy. And so vomiting afterwards. Well, you did. You did. Albert had a, Albert had a little bit of that stomach icky. Um, <laughs> Albert is AJ, by the way, just in case. Oh, why are they calling him Albert? Because <laughs> anyway, yes, Diller had 71 and then had to get a drug test. His 13 three-pointers were a second best, one shy of the NBA record, which was 14. Clay Thompson back in 2018, dude, he went the hell off. And then their blood, te- their uh, drug test, excuse me, isn't just here pissing this cup. I guess it's a blood test. I was reading the article. Yeah, it's actually a legit <laughs> blood test. They like take blood from you to make sure you're not doing yeah. that. good isn't stuff. That- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I get, I can see why it's insulting because it's not like he's a bum and he just came out of nowhere one night. Like it, it's Dame time. Do you forgot about that? Like, yeah. That's what drives I me mean, nuts about, the, like, again, the NBA. Like, come on, man. Like, that's the wrong press. You don't want that kind of press. No. Um, no. And I think he was, like, 13 or 20, 13 of 22 from three in that game. 20 or 22, something yeah. like that. Dude, he was absolutely on fire. He had 71 points. Dude can ball out. And then the NBA is like, great job. Let's market this. And Okay, here, let me take your blood. <laughs> 
Uh, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Okay, last thing before we call it a night, because I got to get ready to take Jacob to lacrosse practice. Absolutely, and it's eight oh three. Just to give you a heads up. There. Oh, I can see the time. I can see okay, the time. I'm an organized man. <laughs> <laughs> Carson Wentz is he going to wind up on a team or not? I think so. I think he still has potential to be a good quarterback. I know he's had hard press luck or hard luck the yeah. last few years, but. I think he can end up on a team. I think there's teams that are taking a flyer out there. You mentioned a team like the Texans. Maybe they take a flyer on him. I don't think they do. You don't think so? I have two teams that I think might take a shot on him. Okay. And who are they? The Panthers, because they're in a complete rebuild. They're in complete rebuild. They they made that very clear to me when they traded McCaffrey. Absolutely. Um, If you trade your best, if you trade the only reason people are buying a ticket, you're in a rebuild. Yeah. Jay North said it here first in case. No, you that's needed. legit. That's true. Um, I can see the Panthers. I can see the Saints because the Saints have some tools. But also, too, Kamara beat the crap out of somebody. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Like, but I can see the Saints taking a shot on him because they have a halfway decent receiving core, in my opinion, and a decent offensive line. He'd be fighting with Jameis Winston, I believe, for the starting role. But those are the two teams that I think he has a chance to make. The Jets aren't going to touch him because the no. Jets, I think, are legit. The Jets are just – the Jets are somebody elite away. So I could see the Jets taking a shot on Aaron Rodgers before Carson Wentz. Oh, yeah, that's the team I'm hearing the most for Rodgers are, are the Jets. So we'll see. Yeah. Or but... the Jets have to take Carr. If I'm the Jets, I'm going after one of those two guys. Maybe Rodgers is my 1A, Carr is my 1B, which sounds silly. Again, how many years are you going to get out of Rodgers, number one? Uh, and number, number two, you can't, you can't be how you've been being around that New York media. That New York media is not going to kiss your ass. You have no. to understand, like, if you go there, this is what's up. So Yeah. Mm. I don't know, dude. Stay tuned. Get your popcorn ready, but we'll see where these guys wind up. And I, I know you and I will talk about it again as soon as that free agency becomes official. In yeah, some a couple of weeks here for that. March 15th. Yep. Uh, and then so we'll, we'll know for sure some of these speculative names um, that may or may not get franchise tagged or may or may not lock up a deal before that period hits. We'll see if any of those are still on there. But I would be dumbfounded if the Giants lost both those pieces. It would just it would boggle my mind. But it sounds to me like they might be in, in, in a preparation to do it. Yeah, so, that's a stay tuned. Yeah, get your popcorn ready. Like yeah, get your popcorn ready. Stay tuned. See what happens in Giant Land and yep. all these quarterbacks and running backs and free agents. So we'll see. Hell Let yeah. Let the carousel begin. <laughs> well, it's getting ready, and the draft is coming up soon, too. So interesting to see if some people wait to see, like, again, knowing where they are, knowing what other teams need, what they try to do, what the strategy is. Let the chess players begin to play chess. Absolutely. Al, man, always fun to do this with you. Um, Absolutely. Again, I will be in Hamilton, Ontario uh, this weekend cheering on the Nighthawks in Toronto, you know, not Toronto. They're playing in Hamilton. Yeah. But I'll be cheering the Nighthawks on over there. So uh, we will probably, if you want, we could do a remote Sunday night maybe when I get back in the town. Or okay. if you want to come over, that's fine too. I don't give a crap. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm over my situation. So, yeah, I think we should do it live. 
Yes, I would agree with you. So I'll have some IPAs on ice. And uh, until next time, this is the Talking Sportscast with Jay and Al. I'm Jay. I'm Al. And we will talk to you next time. Be good, everybody. All right. See ya. See ya.